Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Spin Cycle Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara McKinney, and we've got a lot to get into today, so let's get started. It turns out that I chose quite a week to start a Taylor Swift podcast. The first episode of Easter Egg Hunt dropped last Wednesday, and on that very day <laughs> that I dropped the podcast, uh, the news broke via Dumois that Taylor Swift has actually been, I guess, flirting, talking to, hanging out with Maddie Healy from the 1975. And people have a lot of thoughts and feelings about this. A lot of people think it simply like can't be true. I think that it's probably true. I just also think it's probably very fresh and um, not serious. And I have a feeling that this is going to be similar to the like Harry Styles romance that was just kind of like short-lived and kind of a blip that everybody in my, maybe not everybody, I tend to forget about whenever they're like photographed at the Grammys together and people are like friendly exes. I'm like, yeah, they're friendly because they were like, I don't think you can even call them exes. They would just like briefly like saw each other. I don't think that seeing each other counts as being like an ex personally. So I kind of expect this to fizzle out, honestly. And we we know that Taylor Swift loves a rebound, you know? But in addition, not only did we find out that she is potentially seeing Maddie Healy, which we'll get into in a second, but we also found out that she is releasing Speak Now Taylor's version on July 7th. And the crazy thing about that is that she announced it during her Nashville show where Maddie Healy was in the audience, which is crazy. Anyway, so lots of Taylor Swift news, even though, yes, I started another podcast so that I wouldn't take up all the time on this podcast talking about Taylor Swift. We have to talk about it. Um, so we're going to get into that momentarily. So I'm just going to say all of this up top because otherwise I'll be, I'll sound like I'm beating a dead horse. Um, but I predicted all of this Taylor Swift shit. I don't know how I, I don't, I'm not even like, listen, I am a Taylor Swift fan, but I am not a Swifty. The Swifties like have a lot of feelings about, <laughs> about who Taylor dates. And, um, you know, they, they feel, I don't know. Other people have a, way more established parasocial relationship with Taylor Swift than I do. Um, to me, I am a huge fan of Taylor Swift. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like feel like I know that woman. I do relate to her on the level of being like a millennial Sagittarius um, creative. So <laughs> I mean, I do share a lot of um, traits with her, I suppose. However, I kind of recognize that there's so much distance between she and I. Despite this, I don't know how, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how I have somehow predicted, A, that she would be dating Maddie Healy. I literally told my husband, because he was like, who do you think she's going to date next when she and Joe broke up? And I was like, probably somebody like Maddie Healy from the 1975. <gasps> I can't, like, I swear. <laughs> And I wish that's like, I don't have any concrete proof, no evidence of this prediction, but my husband did say, oh my God, you predicted that. So that's all I needed. But also I, it, there is evidence that exists on this channel, on this, um, 
whatever you're listening to me on right now, whether you're on the tubes or whatever, there's evidence on this podcast and Easter egg hunt of me predicting that Speak Now was coming and I was fucking right. So getting that out of the way up top so that I don't just keep saying over and over again, and then I predicted this, and then I predicted this, I'm just going to say it now. And then, um, yeah, just so you know. All right. All right. Let's talk about it. So here's what you need to know about Maddie Healy. He is the lead singer of the band, the 1975. Like I said, he's also British. She loves a Brit. I don't know what it is about them, but she loves them. If you're thinking to yourself like, well, if he's British, like how has she been able to hang out with him? She's been touring. Well, let me just tell you. If you recall, um, the day that the news broke about Taylor and Joe's breakup, she was spotted in London filming a music video. So right after the news broke, she was in London. So another thing to know about these two people is that they did kind of like briefly talk, I guess, back in 2013, 2014. Um, they were like photographed, like exchanging numbers at some point by the Daily Mail. But Maddie said to the media that it would be emasculating to be dating Taylor Swift. And that's kind of like generally like kind of how Maddie Healy is. He's a little bit of a bad boy. He like doesn't always like, he's not very like PC. Um, he's kind of controversial, I guess. Uh, and he's dated Halsey, which I, I never in my life, I never would have guessed that in any realm of the imagination that Halsey and Taylor Swift would be Eskimo sisters. That just like doesn't compute to me. Um, he also dated FKA twi Twigs. Um, so that's interesting too. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of like going from like Grimes to like Britney Spears. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you go from like a, a weirdo to a cookie cutter. That's kind of like a strange jump in my opinion, but okay. You know, I don't know. <laughs> also, okay. Maddie Healy does this bit. And to me, it's like, it, it annoys me that people take it seriously actually, because it, to me, it's so clearly a bit. Um, but he does this thing where he'll, he'll like pretend like he's going to go on a problematic rant on the mic and say something like, I don't know if this is racist to say, but and then like he'll his guitar player will like come in and start playing the song. And it's just like a joke that he does, like that they're going to like save him from being canceled by like interrupting his rant with playing the guitar. It's a joke. He does it at like every show and people still like write about it as though it's real. And I'm like, he can he does this consistently. It's kind of like. Do you remember when Charlie Puth, Puth, I hate that name. That's such a stupid name. Charlie Puth. I hate that. I'm sorry. If you're out there listening and your last name is Puth, change it. Um, anyway, it's kind of like when Charlie Puth and Benny Blanco were like beefing on TikTok and you couldn't tell if it was real or not. And like it started to go on for so long that people are like, wait, is this actually real? Um, and I, I think that's the phenomenon that's happening with this right now. But to me, it's just so clear that he it's like a funny thing that like he and his band are doing. People like it's not real anyway. So 
Maddie and Taylor allegedly talking. And at the Nashville show, I believe on Friday the 6th, um, Maddie appeared in the audience. But it's important to note that he is friends with Phoebe Bridgers, who started her leg of opening for Taylor this weekend in Nashville. So, you know, it could the, the argument could be made that he was like so showing support for his friend. However, I think it's like um, both. I do think that the connection between Taylor and Maddie is probably Phoebe. Like that's probably who um, how they like started talking again i wouldn't i would definitely believe that that's speculation of course but um either that or like i could also see him like reaching out after he heard about the breakup and just being like hey like hope you're doing all right and she was like thanks like want to hang out i don't know again who knows but um their reconnection makes sense given the phoebe of it all so but so he was at the show um, in the audience, and then the next night, on Saturday night, he played with Phoebe. So again, like, the, they're, he's signaling that he's there for Phoebe, but that doesn't mean that he and Taylor aren't a thing. I don't know. It's all weird. So there's not that much that you really need to know about that. Basically, like, it's just, like, a rumor, um, all of the, all of the, like, music industry insiders apparently like know about it it's like a thing but there's not much else to talk about so taylor announced speak now taylor's version is coming like i said july 9th i'm so excited for that she also said that there would be six songs from the vault i can't wait to hear the vault songs, especially because um, all of these were songs that were written solely by Taylor. So if you don't know, Speak Now is Taylor's only like totally self-written album with no co-writers. A lot of times she writes alongside a co-writer, um, which apparently a lot of people like for some reason like look down upon her for that and she was criticized for that um after fearless and so she wanted to like prove that she can write so that's how we got speak now um and honestly like i think it's one of her like best most cohesive albums like from the early stages of her career so um yeah so i'm excited to hear the songs from the vault um because I think one, I think it's going to give us kind of a clearer picture of um, the John Mayer situation. <laughs> and I just want, I want like eyes and ears on John Mayer at all times between now and July, because that man, oh God, he's going to be, he's going to be the number one most hated man in America once again. Um, move over Jake Gyllenhaal. It's John Mayer time. So six songs from the vault and yeah. That's all you have to say about that. I don't know. Stay tuned for more on this. Of course, this will be like a big theme of the June episode of Easter Egg Hunt. I'm only doing that podcast monthly. So make sure to go subscribe to that podcast as well so that you get notified when new episodes drop the first Wednesday of every month. So stay tuned for more Speak Now Taylor's version stuff. In other news, Khloe Kardashian finally announced her baby boy's name, which is Tatum Robert. I am so relieved to find out she did not name that baby Tristan Jr. I was so worried that she was going to do that. 
And yeah, pretty underwhelming. I think that it's so funny to me when celebrities like hide their baby's name for a long time and then they like drop it and expect it to be like this bombshell. But it's like, we have not cared for so long. Like he should have just told us if you wanted us to be, if you wanted us to care about it, you should have told us, you know, when the baby was born. Don't make us wait that long. That's so insulting. Like how you expected us to be on pins and needles for what, a year almost? You want us to be on pins and needles for a year? What is up with them waiting till their kid like turns one to tell people their name? It's so weird. I like, I just don't understand the celebrity phenomenon with the like the name hiding thing. I understand them not posting pictures of their kids for like, you know, 7 million people to see or whatever. But the name, I just, I don't have the patience for that. Um, But yeah, pretty underwhelming news. Um, Tatum Robert. I like, I like the name Tatum, actually. Um, And I think that it's probably the most normal Kardashian name since like Penelope. So good for her. So... Ed Sheeran won his copyright case. Um, He was sued by the family of Marvin Gaye, like his estate, um, basically for, quote unquote, striking similarities to Marvin Gaye's song, Let's Get It On, which I personally have always been so confused by. (laughs) I never really understood. um, I I never understood the correlation between the two songs. To me, they're um, wildly different. But he was sued by that estate. And during the lawsuit, which he had to miss his grandma's funeral to be in court, which is terribly sad. Um, But he said on the stand or in a deposition, something like that, he told the court that if he lost, he was going to quit music. And I'm like, dude, I understand. I understand that it's, frustrating to be accused of like ripping someone off when it's you know a big accomplishment and something you're really proud of is like questioned the integrity of it is questioned um I understand that that's you know really frustrating and insulting and all those different things however I think that being like well I'm just gonna like give up my entire career over this one obstacle is so silly I mean artists get sued all the time about like over things like this, that it happens all the time. Like you're not special, Ed Sheeran. It just was so frustrating. But um, he ended up winning and by winning, he was found basically not liable. Um, And he and the the plaintiff actually like exchange a hug after. So all is good. Um, And, you know, we get to, we get to keep Ed Sheeran for now. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was so bratty. My husband asked me what I thought about it. He was like, he was like, so what do you think about Ed Sheeran saying he was going to quit music if he lost this case? I was like, it just sounds bratty as fuck to me. It's just a little spoiled rich kid thing to say like, oh, I've made enough money now. So I'm going to just give up my career because one thing happened that I didn't like. I just don't have patience for that. England officially has the new king and queen. King Charles III was crowned alongside his wife, Camilla, and Prince Harry did attend sans Meghan Markle and was seated in the third row, two rows behind his brother at the coronation. 
He sat alone and he didn't take any pictures with the royal family. Um, William and Kate took their kids back to Buckingham Palace and were like photo photographed on the balcony as a family. Um, and Prince Harry just like flew into London the day before the ceremony, stayed for the coronation, and then literally like left and got on a plane right after the ceremony. Um, granted, hit, the ceremony took place on his son's fourth birthday. Um, so that's probably part of the reason that he jetted back so quickly. But also, of course, like the memoir stuff is still like boiling beneath the surface. But I just it's so funny to like read about all of this to me because it seems so like normal. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like hearing about like your cousins and like wh- who's not talking to whom and who isn't showing up at grandma's for Thanksgiving or, you know, whatever. It's so just like normal family dynamics. And it's funny to see this kind of thing play out on such a like extreme scale or like with such stakes, I guess. It's just family dynamics are so funny to me anyway. But the fact that this royal family, (laughs) the royal family really, um, like, just it, it how do i explain this it's like the royal family colliding with hollywood is so like so insane and like grandiose but then at the end of the day their issues are just the same as everybody else's and it's just like a little bit funny to me <laughs> but anyway um so prince harry he was not like involved in the ceremony at all he like i said he sat third row um didn't get photographed officially with anyone just kind of like spoke to his cousins and dipped out so very underwhelming um but kind of nice it was a nice gesture i think of him to do that to like you know fly across the world to be there for his dad for one day and then go back and celebrate his kid's birthday i mean like what else can you do you know um i wonder what the I kind of wonder what the vibe is with Megan right now. I do think it's really interesting that like he's the one who wrote this memoir and yet everybody's so like angry at his wife as though like she like held a gun to his head and was like telling him what to say in the memoir. I just think it's so funny. Um, It's not funny, actually. It's fucked up and but it's the way it is. Um, I can say that personally. It's, you know, anything that any decision that a man makes um, that people in his life don't like, it's really easy for them to blame the wife. So I feel you, Megan, solidarity, mixed women married to white men. (laughs) We're back with some Scandaval updates. I gave y'all a break for a while, but things are heating up. So we've got to talk about it. Okay. Don't get mad at me. Basically, if you're watching the show right now, knowing like everything that we know about Sandoval and Raquel, it's like kind of sickening to watch, truly. It's like kind of hard to stomach reality TV because it's so like, because you're so informed. Um, But essentially, everybody's kind of seeing the red flags with Tom and Raquel and several people have approached Ariana about it at this point. And she's basically saying, you know, like, I believe Tom, I trust Tom. I believe Raquel. I trust Raquel. I love 
them and I'm not like really going to entertain this. I think she thought that um, I, I think she thought that they were kind of being like picked on. Um, but because she was so like adamant and like so emphatic about the fact that she did not believe it, production and Andy Bravo, the Bravo team is essentially saying that that's why, even though it was kind of happening in front of their faces, they're saying like, well, we were following Ariana's lead and she was not believing it. She wasn't buying into it. So we didn't, we didn't either. Um, which is why it's insane to watch the show play out knowing what we know now, because they had gaslit and manipulated not just the cast members, but the crew and production too. Um, so I think the level of manipulation surrounding this whole thing is, I think, what is captivating the public eye so much more than just the betrayal aspect of it. I think the the links to which these people went to try and like get away with this, um, which I don't understand what they thought that like end game was. I don't know if like either of them, Tom or Raquel, like thought that they were going to be together or if they thought that it was just like a physical thing and that it was going to like fizzle out and be over and like this dirty secret or like, I guess I just don't understand how else they thought this could have ended. Um, and the leaked trailer, um, which was dropped this week. Um, nobody knows who the leak was, but somebody from the inside like dropped the finale trailer and it shows Tom and Raquel after Scandaval breaks embracing and Raquel is like smiling at him saying like it all went so horribly wrong. And it's like, I don't really understand how else you could have seen this going. Like how... Can you explain to me what things going right would have looked at like? Because I don't see it. I just don't see it. But I've I've seen a lot of people, stupid people, who are on the internet like, I don't understand why people are so obsessed with the Scandaval stuff. Like cheating happens. Like it's not that big of a deal. It's not the end of the world. And it's like, yeah, cheating happens. But, um, but your castmate on a reality TV show over the last – eight to 10 years um, who you've like taken in and given a place to stay when they broke off their engagement and things like that. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't, it's different when that person sleeps with your partner that you've been with for over a decade. Um, that's not just cheating. And I don't really understand the like cheating is cheating and like it's either it's either the end of the world or it's not a big deal is like the cheating is cheating people. And I'm like, I don't really understand your perspective, but I guess to me, like I said, it's way more than just the cheating or the betrayal or like, you know, whatever. Sex is sex, but the, it, this was way more than that. And I think to have to like mourn to people that you thought you knew and that you trusted. And like, I don't know. I, I think that it's more about loss than it is about betrayal. And the people who don't understand that, I think just lack empathy. <laughs> 
So it seems like the way that things are going now, we're kind of, we're seeing the Tom and Raquel thing play out. Um, really, I, I like the way they're doing this, the way that they like didn't re-edit the episodes or anything. I like that they're showing the way that this unfolded kind of from everybody's perspective and seeing the people who are like suspicious, the people who are brushing it off and the people who are like teetering back and forth. Um, because I think for a long time, people were like, okay, y'all are saying that you were blindsided, but it seems like y'all are really suspicious. So how are you blindsided if you like clearly saw the signs. Um, but I think just the fact that they were so emphatic and creative in their lies, even though to me, Tom Sandoval is a really bad liar. He always like comes across as though he's like acting like it. It's even more theatrical than like a normal lie. You know, like a lie would be like, I need to shut the fuck up. Also, Sandoval was always so um, harsh about the way that Kristen has treated him in the past and really like dismissive of any kind of actions that he's taken against others. And I'm really enjoying all of the like all of the recap. It's like they're they're doing like little flashbacks on the episodes that like show the ways that like Tom has like criticized others for doing the exact same thing that he is doing now. Um, and I think that's also part of all of the cast members anger toward him is that he's always been so deflective of any of his actions and like, but really, really quick to condemn others. And so I think seeing him do this and to Ariana, um, who's like kind of everyone's favorite, it just like, it wasn't ever going to go over well. So I just don't know like what they expected. And I also just think that, I don't know, again, the level of manipulation going so far to try and like trick the production and like, you know, when it's, when it's become a major storyline on the season and you still like, you don't come clean until she finds something on your phone. I just think that's fucked. That's all I've got for you today. Make sure to go check out Easter Egg Hunt, a Taylor Swift podcast, wherever you get your podcasts and on the YouTube channel. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Substack and um, upgrade to paid for 30 days free if you sign up during all of May as I thank you for supporting over the last year of the spin cycle. Um, yeah, go do all that. Like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Instagram and have a great week. I love you so much. Talk to you later. Bye.